This is a HeadGum Podcast. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Previously on, I don't want to talk about Fight Club anymore. Damn, imagine if Brad Pitt was Tyler Durden. And Tyler, I'm not even going to go through that. <laughs> That's the highest shit I ever heard about in life. Now, and he's Brad Pitt's making. <laughs> so here's the theory. Now, and Brad Pitt so has Brad made Pitt Edward Norton to Edward ground Norton. himself. Carrie's already asleep. She's My out. Breath. You think I should smoke some crack? I think, I think, if, that is bad advice, it, Carrie. Yeah. if you were ever going to do it, this would be like a funny time to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Day two, he's oh, smoked I feel so crack. bad for those next guests that just cruise in oh, at 11 a.m. And I'm just like, Honest. yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. You know it's good. You know what you need. Welcome to Fight Club. This is your life. Good to the last drop. Doesn't get any better than this. This is your life, and it's ending one minute at a time. Only after disaster can we be resurrected. It's only after you've lost everything that you're free to do anything. Nothing is static. Everything is evolving. Everything is falling apart. This is your life. This is your life. This is your life. This is your life. Hi, everybody. I'm Jacob Wysocki, and welcome to I Don't Want to Talk About Fight Club Anymore, a torture endurance podcast where I watch Fight Club for 72 hours straight to explore what a brain can take and what it takes to be a brain. Here we are, folks. <laughs> Here we are, folks. 21 viewings later. <laughs> I had not heard the number until just now. 21 viewings later. I have been awake for close to 52 hours. And we're here with some of my best buds. I'm peaking. I got to bring it down. I'm peaking. I'm here with some of my yeah, best. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I'm here with some of my best buds. We, uh, we're we on a team together called Three Princes. It's Zach Oyama. Hello. And Devin Field. Hello. Jacob, I was looking into your eyes as you were saying the intro. Just nothing there anymore. <laughs> just Jacob is so toast. He's so spent. I and I what, what we were talking about is why seventy two hours? Why think, not forty eight? I think that's a good question, and I can explain it very clearly. Please, twenty four hours. Go on. If I pose you a challenge, right? Mm-hmm. Please, twenty four hours. You've been up twenty four hours. Yeah. It's not that crazy. No. 48 hours, you go, well, I certainly couldn't do that. That seems very difficult. Yeah, yeah I that's think probably a good... That's, that's, why, a, and that's where my thought process ends, and I go, well, that's it. And you go a step beyond where people could not even imagine. <laughs> I think people can be like, I can multiply my tiredness times two on one of the few times that I've been awake for 24 hours. Right. But I don't think people can imagine 72 <laughs> I don't think they can do the multiplication. I don't think they can... Like, I don't think they can do the multiplication. <laughs> this is I've been awake for 50 hours logic for sure. 
and yet I know you thought of it uh, like, after a good night's rest. Yeah, truly, every time you're uh, watching this movie for the fourth time, you're like, why am I doing yeah. this? <laughs> I do check in with myself and, and wonder. I think it's a, a more attractive feat. I think... <laughs> do you yeah, think I should have done 48? I would have done 48. <laughs> I would have done 48. So I could be like in no. bed now. I would have done 48 because I think like 24 is like doable, but you're pretty toast by the end of that. And then 48 seems like I'm pushing myself. But I, the benefit of 72 is you might start hallucinating. Which is sick. Yeah, hallucinating is sick. <laughs> the part's the main goal. The part that's bad in my brain is that having done well like you now you've set a precedent of 72 hours mm-hmm. so if you ever felt like doing this again you couldn't do less i didn't think about that well <laughs> why are you even putting in his head that this will happen again this is I don't know. this is gonna get me out of this town <laughs> well, this what's series? the second movie you watch oh i don't do a movie what would you do? I think I'd go to like the Getty Museum for like five days in a row. <laughs> in the well, you can't do that. What don't... do you mean I can't do well, that? Well, but then what They're are you closed. doing when it's closed? I go home. Well, but... that's not interesting. <laughs> well, it's five days in a row, though. Open to close? That's like... But the... That's like... Staying it, awake that's for 72 12, hours. It's 12 times five. I think it's got... What's 12 times five, uh, Devin? 60. I that's think 60 hours. I think it's... There's so, something about you being awake in this house for 72 hours that is important. You know, or I think I, it's got to be a challenge that can be something accomplished here at home. I think another thing I pitched was I don't want to talk about Family Feud anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you'd go insane! <laughs> and you do all the hosts. You know, you get you, could, you get like I wonder if you could a watch. day of each host. That's fun. God, that's pretty fun. I think that's way more enjoyable than whatever the fuck this is. Yeah. <laughs> so, how are you feeling about the film Fight Club released in 1999? Uh. You know, mm-hmm. I haven't seen it in. It's just long. I'm so numb to it. Uh, I'm surprised you pointed out something. So it took me 21 viewings to see the priest. Mm-hmm. Wow, I get brought back in. Yeah, that was a revelation that I had not seen. Uh, this is a plot point where the, one of their one of the Fight Club members' homework assignments is to start a fight with a stranger. A mechanic starts a fight with a priest, and then two scenes later you see the priest shirtless participating in his first fight in Fight Club. It's because he's shirtless. And yeah. it's just because I kind of recognize the actor who is, I believe, a comedic actor. Like, yes. I think he's been on some sitcoms and stuff. Um, it was only because I recognized him that then I and clocked him as the priest that then when he was shirtless, I was like, oh, that's the same guy. So I guess it's cool. <laughs> I guess <laughs> that's cool. I guess that's cool. <laughs> to get to the bottom of that. Yeah, I think it's cool that a movie can be so dense Yeah. that... Even after, like, I mean, not all of these viewings have been razor sharp attentive. I'll sure. be honest. I'll no, be... but by the, just by law of averages, you should have caught pretty much everything by now. Yeah, I should have. Yeah, and I look at that one slip by. Well, but it also is, you're delirious. It is so long that it's impossible to fully pay attention. Yeah, to. I think yeah. one of the most interesting things about you taking this challenge, John, was just discovering that it was two hours and fifteen minutes long. Didn't really. Yeah, comprehend that. So that like sucks. There if this was an of... hour forty-five, it would be a lot better. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, and it would be a lot more doable as like a watch. But it's that last half. It's that Jared Leto fight the last to the half end. It's not good. <laughs> it's just so fucking just lame. Long shots of like Apple computers exploding <laughs> or whatever. Where it's just like, well, I guess it's a minute of this movie. Yeah. What did you guys think? Okay, let me. I, I've sure. asked pretty much every. When's okay. the last time you saw this? I think the last time I saw this was the first time I saw this. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
like all, sitting watching it all the way through. I think just the first time I saw this, which is when I was 15 in high school, um, my best friend Elliot brought the DVD over. Fuck yeah, and Elliot. I, uh, I, I just always remember it as like, well, first of all, um, that's such a like thing, a high school especially high school guy thing is just being into mind fuck movies. Yeah, yeah. baby. You totally. just for whatever reason, Clockwork I, think I think especially for people like our age, there was something about these movies with like big twists. I think a lot of these movies twists are like weird kind of, you know, fucked up social commentary mm-hmm. stuff was hyper violence. Uh, you know, shit like old boy or something right. with like a big crazy reveal. Didn't see it. Yeah. Oh, hey, check it out. Man. That should be your next one. Watch <laughs> Old Boy it. for three days. You'll be <laughs> fucking disgusted. Thank God. Um, but anyway, um, so, we, you know, we were watching that. And then I remember like my dad walked in at one point, I think during one of the sexual scenes with Helena Bonham Carter and kind of checked it out and was there like, all right. And like left the room <laughs> and we finished the movie and then like Elliot went home. And then later my dad came upstairs when it was just me and he goes, uh, hey, uh, that Fight Club, pretty sick flick. <laughs> I've Had just never forgotten it? that. Had no, of course no. not. No, no, no. He just like from the glimpse, he was like, "Yeah, this he was just cool. like, what is this?" And I was kind of like at the time, like, "Dad, no, come on." But now I'm like, "Yeah." If I walked in on my yeah. kid watching this, I'd be like, "What?" Oh, did he mean sick as in gross? Yes, and not like cool as hell. No, <laughs> not everyone has your frame of reference, Jacob. <laughs> I thought he was yeah. like sick flick. No, dude. not at That's all. That's no. no, exactly like, the oh. type of movie. Like I watch, you know, would watch a lot of movies with my dad growing up, and like was, this is like would be the worst type of movie. Yeah, this would be a horrible movie to watch with a parent. And also, uh, for good reason, they should be upset about it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah. My uh, there's the no reason. Are heinous. There's yeah. no reason a parent should be totally chill about letting their young their young child get their eyes <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> Did that take Jacob too- just went somewhere. <laughs> no, it was just like that that's the fatigue. The that's the fatigue setting. It yeah. was just that you went somewhere else while saying that. <laughs> this uh, time I went to a nice beach. Okay. Yeah. Well, you went to your cave. Yeah. My and cave. you slid down your slide. Uh, One of the most unnecessary things. But I Zach, my when, penguin. Yeah. Zach. When was when did you see the movie? Um, I feel like I saw it at uh, my buddy Chris Anderson's house, like very much an Elliot sounding uh, Elliot and Chris are probably watching this movie together right now. Isn't this fucking crazy? (laughs) Uh, And yeah, and since then, I definitely have seen it in the last like couple of years. Like I've seen like minutes of it on HBO or something. You know, like I feel like I've caught like 10 minutes here and there. Like Over I just got to acknowledge that at this point, Jacob has just restarted Fight Club. I forgot. I were 10 minutes behind now. Yeah, it's okay. I'm f- the marathon's fucked. I might as well quit. Uh, yeah, I would quit right now. <laughs> anyway, so you saw it at Chris Anderson's yeah, house. Yeah, like, uh, you know, very the exact same high school situation of yeah. like, we're now watching these movies that, I don't know, like you're kind of like weird little vigilante kids was like mm-hmm. kind of what, what our zone was a little bit. And then it was like, isn't it crazy that the, like, at, at the time we were like rolling people's houses with toilet paper. So to see something like this, it's like. <laughs> You're like, we're already doing this. Yeah. yeah we're already we're right training there. for yeah. this type yeah. of thing. <laughs> we're bucking the system. We're, we're subverting norms. Well, guys, you guys ready for a hard pivot? Because I forgot something. <laughs> sure. I'm supposed to do something before we talk about the movie. <laughs> oh, good. All right. Uh, where I'm just supposed to, I have to check in about how i feel okay how do you feel um we checked in a little bit with how you feel but how do you feel briefly the first night was harder than the second night interesting i don't know why but 
I think I just got, I think I'm in a zone now where it's just like, yeah, I'm going to do it. Yeah, right. Like, I'm absolutely. <laughs> you're over the hump. Well, you're more than halfway. Yes. Yeah. But the first night, like, th- I, I talked like 3 to 7 a.m. was fucking brutal. It was yeah. like pacing around. Yeah. Pushing. And now I just think my body's like, oh, he's just never going to sleep again. Man. Um, oh. I have extreme fatigue in my body. What, what, walk me through the physical symptoms. My knees are aching. <laughs> Which makes no sense. It makes no sense. I wonder what that is. My neck hurts. Yeah. My skull is all I feel. Do you even (laughs) tempt laying down? Yeah, I've I've been in a reclined like sort of feet up position, and as you can see, I have a is my foam roller still out? Oh, it was out. I was just kind of foam rolling for a little bit. Yeah. This morning. Have you been? Has there been good self care along the way? I got a salad last night. Okay. I postmated a salad from Tender Greens, and that felt. Boy, what did the Postmates delivery guy think of this situation? They were lost. Yes, <laughs> uh, I had to like yell at them from where I could still see the uh-huh. TV because <laughs> I didn't want to cheat. I didn't want to like go. And I was hey, like, "Good hey, for you." Hey. So, to the listener, he is committed to this. All right, he's not running out to the street for. It's the so piss poor to just like. I could lie, but I would just feel bad, you yeah. know. Um, but. It's. Not, I always get energy when people hear. I got to see my parents today, mm-hmm. which yep. was a huge boost, and they brought us like truly delicious some food, bomb bomb food. Yeah, that was incredible. That bomb bomb. That bomb. <laughs> it was bomb bomb. Mac and uh, cheese, pulled pork. Yeah, it Hawaiian was very rolls. Tasty. It was great. Oh, so I feel like I was. I got like a nice little second boost. Yeah, that's nice. This morning, I'm very interested to see what. Well, because your next guest isn't coming until later tonight. Yeah, around... It's about 2 o'clock in the afternoon at this point, and your next guest is coming in at 8 o'clock in the evening. That afternoon slog has been easy. Yeah, it's relaxing. This, this seems like the easiest zone. The sun is my friend. The sun helps a lot. The sun is all I know. <laughs> <laughs> and when the darkness comes, I know not. Uh-huh. God. Um, I just wanted to say real quick that... Um, I think it's important that we note that I did reschedule therapy to be here. <laughs> Thank you. That's huge. <laughs> and uh, I couldn't stop thinking about that after I did it. <laughs> I couldn't like, stop thinking about the prioritization of that. That makes me very happy. Yeah. My therapist told me he's moving to Palm Springs. <laughs> <laughs> when you told him about this podcast? <laughs> You're he like, was, I'm thinking about staying up for 72 hours watching Fight Club. He's like, I am retiring. Yeah, I'm reti- <laughs> I think I might be hurting people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing more harm than good. Than good. Um, uh, well, I appreciate you wow. you moving that of apartment. Course. That's huge. That's very huge. And I also wanted to... It's not huge. I just went in at 9 in the morning instead of 11. Anyway. Insane. Insane. Uh, I also wanted to talk about the things that you have missed yes, to do this marathon. Yes, thank you for reminding me. Yes. yes. Uh, just because, like last night, we were all at a we mutual a friend's, friend's birthday, birthday party, party, a wonderful dinner, and then drinks, and uh, poor Jacob was just a stone's throw away. But yeah, literally come. at the two closest bars to my house. Yeah, and we had a. It was a really nice uh, hang. Just the, was it a good time? Yeah, it was. Wonderful. How were the jokes? Yeah. The jokes were fun. <laughs> the drinks were cold. Did I come up? Yeah, Your we MNA, mentioned it. Like, yes. It's crazy that he's not here for that reason. Yes. Can Literally I tell everyone else is here. <laughs> Can I tell you something very vulnerable? Yeah, please. I thought you guys might all stop by. Oh, <laughs> God. Oh, no. oh, my God, <laughs> Jacob. In what world? Why would we know that? Why, Why would uh, we know to do that? Yeah. You know where I am. But, but what are I don't we, know what but you're we, doing. And we don't know what you're... Yeah, we assume you have guests and shit. That's fair. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't like a real wish, but it was like a thing where I was like, uh, two in the morning, are you talking about the whole out? group or like me and Zach? 
I th- <laughs> you know the answer. <laughs> it's the whole it's group. The whole group. I what just if had all this of my vision. friends yeah. walked in. Right How our now. friend wanted to spend her birthday was <laughs> coming into your fucking toxic masculinity cave. <laughs> hey guys, God. hang out. It would be nice. It was a day. Well, it was like a daydream. And no, no, of course, uh, <laughs> I like that backtracking. It was just a daydream. <laughs> I, I don't know. I knew it wasn't going to happen. That's really funny. Oh my God. Um, yeah, and then well, and then I was razzing you because I had heard and you confirmed, and I don't know if you've talked about it on the podcast. I yet, have, but yeah, but you skipped an, an audition for HBO. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's happy about it. I'm not happy about it. My and managers like, aren't happy about it. Honest. Everybody I've told isn't happy about it. If I told my mom, she would have been very mad about she it. She would have been upset. She would have been pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's such a great, uh, like, I don't know, it's such a great wrinkle in this premise. It really fucked me up. It spent, sent me spinning, and I was like, maybe I just quit the thing. Yeah. And, and then just, like, go do what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. But I was there down. any thought too? Because the the thought I went on was, what if you did something really dumb and like, you know, turn the movie on low volume while you prepared for the audition, put it on your fucking laptop and have that in like the driver's side seat of your car and just like listen to it while you drive to this audition, pause it for the half hour that you're in the audition room, which is like my technical break or whatever, right? Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. like get back into it. I thought about it, but the audition was on the west side, so. Yeah, it that would have taken you like really hard. three yeah. hours, four hours, probably yeah. round trip. Two yeah. two viewings of the movie. And you can't give that up. Baby. No. I, mean, I mean, last night I just realized I could watch this movie on my laptop and like sit outside. Oh my and like gosh. get some fresh air. Oh my god! I've just been like in this a full twenty-four yeah. to thirty hours of just like yeah. On front if of I were TV. you, I'd be really moving this movie around a lot. Yeah, I'd be laying in bed and watching it. I'd be sitting outside. I had a showering. Really, I, I had a really sad setup of just like. Moving the TV ever so slightly so I could have the door open. Yeah, I don't sit on the stoop. But um, wow, I'm like looking up and noticing that the movie is still on and it's making me feel sick. Yeah, that's what I feel after one plus viewings. I don't feel good. Well, we were talking about while we were watching it about what an unpleasant vibe the movie has it's the aesthetic is really kind of intentionally gross super gray super blue yeah it's just it's that it's a it's that david fincher visual style but turned in a kind of very specific way of like emphasizing grime yes you know what i mean it's disgusting it's disgusting the The movie is disgusting and Uh, edward norton and and brad pitt are are you know well cast yes but like even I was just thinking about this looking up at it like this whole movie is listening to Edward Norton's narration like yeah it's well and there's so many times when you don't whole movie you don't need it at all at so many key moments um like there's there's that one weird moment when he's like realizing something he's like in a fight or something he's beating the shit out of Jared Leto I think and while he's beating the shit out of Jared Leto his inner monologue is something insane like I wanted to open the valves on the giant oil tankers and let them spill all over the 400 miles of beaches I'd never see. The line is... Oh. <laughs> the line is, I want to shoot every panda in the head that won't procreate or yeah. something like uh-huh. that. And yep. then the oil on a, spilled on the- onto the French beaches I've never seen. Yes. And then and- he goes, I wanted to destroy something beautiful. Right, about my Jared least Leto. favorite lines. Um, well, and that'll, that gets us into another theme I wanted to talk about, but, uh, that, that line, it, that's such a weird 
disjointed line to be listening to him say that while he's beating up Jared Leto and be trying to follow both is just like, what are you talking about? Like, what is this scene? Like, it's very clearly an adaptation of a novel in that way of like, clearly there were these passages of text that people got attached to that were like, wow, what a great like monologue articulating this like late nineties male philosophy. We got to put that in, even if it's just putting stupid VO over all these scenes that like makes no difference. I'm going to be honest. I kind of drifted off in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. not that it wasn't. No, astute, it was long enough. Would, that yeah, it, I was uh, like, yeah, that's fair. Whew, started thinking about what the next segment's going to be. Yeah, sure. Hey, and then man, I just kind of lost it. You're in a drift. <laughs> Uh, um, I just mean like the, their narration. It, it reminds me of like Inherent Vice, where it's like very wordy. Yeah, in this way mm-hmm. that you're clearly attached to these wordy passages from the book. Yeah, it's it's full book pluck. You're plucking yeah. it from the book, mm-hmm. and so it's just like so it's like two and a half scenes happening at once is what it feels like. <laughs> my b- battery. I turn my muscles to battery battery acid. acid. Can I ask you guys a question? Yeah, I'm gonna ask you two questions, please. First of all, if you were to do this sort of marathon, eh, 72 mm. hours, what do you what would you be your first thing to detox? Like at the end? Yeah, like if you let's just say you had to throw something else on at the end. Oh, to you, cl- to it's cleanse something your to watch. To yes. Cleanse. And if I was specifically watching this movie? Yes. Good question. I would want something brighter, something shorter. Mm. I watched like a Pixar movie. Yeah. Like That sounds really nice. <laughs> I would agree with that. Except just for me personally, that would still be like that would be a little too like frenetic and kind of like, you know, I'd want I'd want like the sleepiest hour and a half. Mm. I'd, I'd I've never seen it, but I imagine I would want to watch like the Beatles' Yellow Submarine. Yeah, you know, I get that. Or like Fantasia, Ooh, or something. <laughs> Fantasia would be really you know, nice. That's just like animation and music, um, something that I could just fall asleep to. Homeward Bound. Oh, that would. That's be a good one. That's, it's like that's just, a great answer. Yeah. It's like feel good. It's slow. There's just like nice animals. So you're gonna to do at. it? No, I'm going straight to bed. Yeah, yeah I know. That's what my first thought is. Yeah. I wouldn't watch anything. I would. I'm gonna be kiss done. my imaginary girlfriend that I'll make up by the time this is over. Yeah, I mean she's already here, man. <laughs> and then I'll go I've to been bed. sitting next to her for hours. She's Ty- beautiful. Tyra she's Durden. Great. Tyra Durden. <laughs> it's Tyra. Um, um, wow. That, I mean, well, so when are you done? What time of day tomorrow? Uh. I'll be up for 72 hours, 10.30 a.m. tomorrow, but my guest won't be coming until 11. So then we'll have to watch the movie and then chat. So I'll be off the hook around 2. That's insane. Which will be like... So you're going more than 72 hours. That's just the way the cookie crumbled, unfortunately. What are you talking about? It's just this the way... I understand. But, uh, in order to get the guests, like, I right, had to push I understand, the time. But God yeah. damn it. That's horrible. I it's know. funny that your guest wanted to be like... <laughs> I did. I just texted Nicole if she could come a little earlier because oh, yes. I'm feeling very tired. Nicole, yeah. please <laughs> help my boy. Uh, and it seems like it seems like she'll be able to. She's getting off a plane at eight thirty in the morning. So much, so much wow. of the tape on all the episodes of this podcast are just going to be talking about time and where you are <laughs> yes. and what's next and what came before. Yes, yeah. There's a lot of data analytics. Yeah. Twenty one viewings. Twenty one is crazy. Um, I so wow. I've also been asking people. 
question my guests questions that are asked to people in the movie. I love that. Um, <laughs> Great. So if you could get into a fight with any historical figure, mm. uh, who would it be? To answer that question so obnoxiously, it sucks movie. so bad in the movie. Yeah. And the, the Gandhi too is really confusing. Well, Gandhi's he's like, a great answer, uh, and I'm yeah. like, why is it great? Yeah, Edward Norton says Gan- I'd fight Gandhi, and Brad Pitt says great answer. Well, and the answer is it's a great answer. This is not what the movie thinks, but it's a great answer because uh, Gandhi was a horrible misogynist and beat his wife. But uh, okay, uh, oh, but other than that, it, why is it a great answer? Yeah, it doesn't make sense <laughs> in yeah. terms of his global impact. Yes, and the overall legacy of him as a social. Is it just work- supposed to be edgy because he's like a peaceful quote I think unquote so, guy? Yeah. yeah, I think that's what it is. It's like, whoa, can you imagine if you fucking whoop the shit out of the Dalai Lama? You know, it's like what? <sighs> I fucking love how and, this but, movie makes me think. <laughs> I fucking well, love the real thinking. worst answer is Brad Pitt says Hemingway. Yes. He says that he would fight Hemingway, which is the most like dumb, macho, bullshit answer of like, oh, it'd be me and this that strong, drunk, animalistic writer, and God, we, we just go toe-to-toe, motherfucker. You know, it's so stupid. I don't know who I would say. Zach, do you have an answer? I'm trying to think. Hemingway? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, I mean, I think fight. Th- uh, it's I, tough first, because I don't want like to fight fight anyone. Fighters. First thought is like something stupid, like yeah, I'd kick the shit out of Hitler or something right. like that. Of course, but I don't have like a fun answer. I know it's like I don't know. WWF is China. <laughs> just to get a good hang in. I think she'd have some interesting stories. She's a historical figure to you? Yeah, I mean. Yeah, sure. I mean, truly, though. That's a stretch. Mm-hmm. Truly, though. She's one of the most like impactful female wrestlers. Yeah, but that's like dominated. a pop culture historical figure. Oh, you mean like somebody who signs documents. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's probably signed a document or two. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Yeah, Goebbels. I don't know. Hitler's yeah. fucking media guy. Yeah. I don't know. I'd kick, punch him in the face once and get out of there. I don't know. Yeah. You don't want to punch George Carlin in the face. George or... Carlin? <laughs> what? Why would I punch George Carlin? You talk too much. He does talk too much. <laughs> I'm glad he's dead. Um, no, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Maybe one of those Bush administration guys. Ooh, that'd be good. You know? Let's punch Dick Cheney in the fucking head. But they're all old. If you'd feel bad. None of this is fun to think about. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, that's bail. not a fun... Th- uh, I'm just saying that's not a... F- this That's a thought experiment the movie poses yes. as like a fun moment of sort of levity in, scattered throughout the movie. And I don't think it's fun to think about. <laughs> you I'm know? not angry enough to be like, yeah, and I want to kick that. I want to yeah. kick some ass. No. And But this movie is for angry white men. I mean, again, as we said during watching, this is literally a movie about white men being radicalized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it in a lot of weird ways. It couldn't be more topical. Yeah, as we were saying, he literally, you know, one of Tyler's kind of repeated things is, "You are not a beautiful and unique snowflake," which yeah. is huge right now. Yeah, that's such a buzzword for this whole movement. It just feels like this whole brand of like Joe Rogan libertarianism came out of this whole fucking thing. Moses Storm had a really good Venn diagram of the people who like this movie and the people who listen to Joe Rogan are the same circle. A hundred percent. Yeah, couldn't agree more. There uh, is a bleed through that's really unfortunate. It's that libertarian-y thing. It's when he says like, do you know why they put oxygen and oxygen masks on planes is to make you all docile cows. Yes. You know, and you're like, oh, you're, you're, you fucking get... It's like that's a pseudo-intellectual... Like, yes. Pseudo-intellectual, exactly. Um, yeah, and like the messaging of the movie, the thing that I mean, we were talking about this, but like it's just like as it goes on, it just gets worse and worse, and so mm-hmm. like and less you, coherent. Yeah, mm-hmm. less coherent, and like when you know where it's going, it makes the like viewing experience so much slower feeling. Yes, 
for us, just like knowing what the plot's about, <laughs> sure yeah, for you, yeah, so you get a million and times. yet, based on its twist, it's sort of made for repeat viewing. Yes, um, you know, but not too much though. I'll tell you that. No, it's really, it's really not, not built man. for yeah, multiple know. repetitions. Yeah, um, and I think it's also hard to tell kind of how this movie feels about the idea of white men being radicalized and forming a domestic terrorist militia. Well, because they uh, overall glorify it, like, I'd say so. and they try to make it look so cool. At the end, Edward Norton is sort of like against it, I guess. But like, but you're still like the whole movie is still, still glorifying. Spent, yeah, it. you spent yeah. the whole time being like, "This is pretty badass." It's not the same as like in Wolf of Wall Street, where which people also were kind of like, "This glorifies this," and and it did, did for like two hours. But then the last half hour is like he falls apart really hard. Of like he like beats his wife and like crashes his car with his daughter inside, loses his whole family, goes to prison, loses all his money. Like he really gets like kind of hard, weird bottoming out and comeuppance for the back, like part of that movie. And that's not happening in this movie. No. Like there's no, there's no real (laughs) counter glorification. The last time people see him is on the elevator and they're like, that's one tough son of a bitch. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You met me at a very strange time in my life. Yeah. We'll be right back after this break. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Just on the TV was a moment, and it made me kind of want to see a version of the movie that's just... Ed Norton and and Helena just falling in love. Like, yeah, <laughs> two people who go to these meetings who are like, yeah, feel like they're not being listened to. Well, that's a really good hook. Yeah. I think is I started going. It's such a weird specific hook of I couldn't sleep, so I, and I started going to support groups, all sorts of support groups, just to get support and connection. I think that's like a good idea. I think that could carry like a whole little like strange indie rom com scenario. Yeah, yeah, and then I also think even though it's kind of dumb, I think it's a really kind of captivating story idea of um, what if we just, you know, hit me as hard as you can. What what do we get out of just beating the shit out of each other? Yes. You know, what if we just like cut through the bullshit and had a real experience? Which brings me to our next subject. Oh I mean, God. our next... Oh, uh, wonderful. Hit me as hard as you can. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a segment on the show? I want you to both hit me as hard no. as you can. 
have people really been hitting you as hard as they can? Everybody's done. No, it. no one would hit, hit you as, as hard as, as they. Everybody's they can. done it. Hit me as hard as you can. Not Jake. everybody has. No hit one me. has done this. Zach, I'm worried about. <laughs> I'm worried. Has one person done it? Everybody's hit me in the face as hard as they could. That's. <laughs> <laughs> what if I just didn't question? This it was the first time I you. had the idea for that segment, oh, and I'm so sad. So, oh man, I'm so sad. Oh, you should have been doing that this whole time. Well, yeah, man. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely keep doing it. Definitely hit the next few guests. Oh, well, that. the Bath Boys Someone's will gonna, hit. Me. Oh, they're gonna hit. They're me. gonna hit me. Oh, yeah. that sucks. And Alana Johnson will beat my ass. Oh, you're gonna get the shit kicked out of you at a. I want you to time. hit me as hard as you can. Wow. The sad part is, I was ready to. In do my it. head, I was thinking, how do I hit Jacob kind of hard? I was gonna punch you in the back. Not without it <laughs> being really. You know, like yes. What's a what constitutes a hard? Punch? Yes. So you guys hard are down to hit me punch. right now. My answer to that was I was gonna wind up just enough and punch you in the back between the shoulder blades. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's no, do it. Let's do it for the pod. The back. <laughs> that do we think? Like there. Uh, yeah. How's don't that? hit the left shoulder. That's my bad shoulder. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I don't want to do this. No, you're good. They're you're both. Good. Sta- okay. I'll paint a right picture. Here. They're both yeah. standing okay. up. Yeah. Devin's right behind okay, Jacob. This is. It's not gonna be. Everyone's got. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Hit me as hard as you can. Oh yeah, baby, that wasn't too bad. No, okay, I Zach, didn't hit, I didn't hit you very hard. All right, Zach, where do you want to hit me? In the back. Where do you, then where awful. do you want to hit me, dude? Hit you in the stomach. Yeah, sounds and good. And this is just the it's kind of toxic masculinity <laughs> that this movie encourages. All right, Zach one, is standing two, up. He's winding up to punch him in the one, stomach. Two, three. Here it comes. Not gonna look. Two. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, a stomach punch is tough. I feel alive. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Did it work? Uh, yeah, baby. Are your eyes open? They, okay, listen. I know where we can get some body fat. Okay, good. Um, suction. Kick my ass right now. <laughs> kick my fucking ass. <laughs> well, we were talking about how uh, homoerotic this movie is. Which was, uh, the f- this is sort of novel as far as, especially like context of the podcast. People nobody's haven't talked really, about that before? No, nobody's really brought that up. And I guess I didn't hit that note, but when you brought it up, it, it, it there is a couple of beats that is very like, like, there's extremely. a lot of yeah. strong yeah. story beats, especially when Jared, the clearest one I think is like when Jared Leto kind of gets involved and then he becomes kind of Brad Pitt's new favorite and they talk about how like blonde he is. Yes. And and then Edward Norton gets all jealous and beats mm-hmm. the shit out of him and says, I wanted to destroy something beautiful. It's just a very jealous, homoerotic Like I'm jealous you're getting yeah. this good male attention. He's trying right. to prove so much to Tyler Durden. Yes. Like when they're on the bus and they see that Gucci ad and it's like a guy yes is that what a guy looks like yeah it's a sexy underwear model yeah and he's like really like yeah like he's like looking to tyler to like let him know like this is what i think too like that's not a real man we know what real men are yes which is so weird and then beyond that there's just a lot of objectification of male bodies in general in this movie but especially brad pitt is just Mm -hmm. like really depicted shirtless and cut and naked and like so much like and then you flip it totally on the opposite side where it's like the fat dude with the biggest feminine tits you could imagine like bitch tits like where he's the he's totally absent from that category you know what i mean and there's just so much stuff about balls and Mm -hmm. you know oh and like the fact that he like calls him at all and it and like they have this whole night together before he asked him to stay with him oh right yeah Yeah. just ask you're that's true money like why can't you just have like go to a hotel for a night and then figure it out they have a meet cute on a flight which we're watching right now you know (laughs) It's uh, 
there's just a lot of that, and yet all this sort of toxic masculinity on top of it. It's kind of strange, and it's almost like I almost wish if they'd kind of leaned into the homoeroticism more, it would have been really interesting. It, it does feel like an observation and not a purposeful thing, right? Well, it's interesting think because it's I think the choice to like photograph Brad Pitt that way, and especially that jealousy storyline, yeah. like I don't know, mm-hmm. I do feel like they were aware of some of that. Great, you know. It, it's it's hard to imagine that through all the editing of this movie, David Fincher never considered the gay aspects of it. Yeah, and it also feels like <laughs> I don't know. maybe like a big studio movie in the '90s, like right. isn't quite able to like no. they're they're too like um, unwilling to to explore a topic like that in a right. movie like this. Yeah, it's just a strange theme in what's otherwise such a like straight dude. But that really gets to the heart of this. What's so weird about this kind of bullshit proud boy straight dude philosophy is like. The whole idea of Fight Club, as I was saying, is like you should. They should just go into that basement and fuck each other. Yes, they should just go <laughs> yes. down to that basement and violently hate fuck the shit out of each other. Get in a mouth. Get in an ass. It's, get in an armpit. Yes, just like, start nutting. Dude. They want to work out and come, and that's that's what fucking is. Not fighting. Fuck club. Fuck club. First rule: Nobody. beat that ass. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings us to our next segment. Oh, good. This is called, I get asked the same three questions and the answers are the same because it. what's different about the movie now than later? Great. So you guys are going to ask me these three questions. Okay. Uh, this is uh, my least favorite part of the show oh, okay. and probably by now the audience's least f- favorite part of the show. Okay. Um, so go ahead and hit me. Zach. All right. Question number one. Do you like this movie? Yeah. No, really? I, as far as like, it's a fun time. Like, I've not had a bad time watching it with anybody that's come over. Oh, well, sure. But that's yes. different than liking the movie. That's enough for me. Where I'm like, so I'm, you, in, I'm having a fun time watching something with my friends. You're answering that question kind of right for now for this yes. marathon. Yes. You're not answering this question of like, a month later, you're at a party and someone's like, do you like the movie Fight Club? I would be like, no, it's a ba- it's it's weird. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's weird. weird. It's weird. It's, weird. it's really weird. <laughs> 20, 22, 22 viewings. Man. Yeah. My take is it's weird. It's, it's weird. Just, it's just weird. I don't get it. It's kind of like it's a fine movie. It's it's a, like an okay time at the cinema. It's like a bad film. You know what I mean? Like because it's hitting all these weird subject matters. But it's also like it's shot really well. It's like the, yeah, there's David really Fincher's good performances script. in it. Yes, sir. So like I can't fully shit on it. Yeah. The there are parcels of it that make it enjoyable, and then the overall umbrella I don't like. Yeah. Okay. Question two. Why is this? And this I'm happy to dig into this question. Great. Why is this movie such a cultural touchstone? The two things I've sort of wrapped my head around are one, it is a movie that is enjoyable if you do not agree with the philosophy based on the twist. A person who's not looking to connect or heighten their mind in some way or try and connect and heighten their mind can watch this movie, have an okay time, see a couple cool fight scenes, get their mind blown, and go home. Yeah, I I don't know that I all the way agree in the sense of if I... I'm basically imagining like if I were a woman on a date in 1999 and I got taken to this movie... And I, not that like you have to be a woman to not like this movie, but that's just the scenario I'm imagining. Yes. Uh, and I'm not really enjoying it. I'm not really buying into any of this philosophy. Um, you know, I'm not really buying into any of these philosophies the movie's laying out. It's unpleasant, blah, blah, blah. Then if at the end of that, 
it's like this pull the rug out, fuck you twist. I think that might piss me off. You know, I think I would be less like, whoa, what a twist. And I'd be a little more like, ah, oh, fuck you. Yeah. You know, you just made mm. me sit through all that. And the payoff is like, he wasn't even there, you know. But I've engaged with it when I watched it the first time, certainly more that way of like, whoa, what a twist. Exactly. What a yeah, I was like young enough to just be like, this is kind of badass. Totally. And I don't fully understand what I'm watching. Absolutely. I, yeah, I think like that sort of like middle, you know, like the middle class uh, consumer is like yes. just dumb enough to be like, oh, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, well, and it, I, like I'm not pretending it didn't totally fool me yeah. the first time I saw it. I had even have it. I had even had it like partially spoiled for me, but I was too dumb to like even put it together then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, anyway, uh, and then the second thing is like what we've all just been talking about is that it's like a movie for little boys to like be inspired because they're feeling like stuck in life and frustrated with life as being like a privileged white dude. Yes. And little have, boys also being like, you know, personality wise, yes. not like actual. No, children. I don't mean yeah. like seven year old boys. Yeah. Well, I think there's a reason why movies like this and like mindfuck movies appealed to us when we were like 15 and 16 is it is that like, I can't wait to be old enough to have this kind of like, male ennui you know this kind of like melancholy about like oh i just i'm not my fucking khakis you know like Mm -hmm. all that shit yeah like that whole speech brad pitt has in the basement where he's like we had no great war yeah yeah our great depression is our lives yeah like heavy oh such it's such a 90s fucking movie i think that's part of why it's a cultural touchstone too is this book and movie are such a hammer ham-fisted commentary on 90s culture and consumerism of like they hit starbucks really fucking hard they really go for starbucks it's weird it'd be interesting to see this movie made even just the smallest jump in time just to involve technology more Mm -hmm. because it is so sort of like uh analog oh that's all it would be about would be these fucking computers we carry around in our pockets tracking our every movement exactly also like any jump forward in time basically includes nine eleven, which yes. gets weird. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We were talking about that about how weird it is that this is because this is a movie about domestic terrorists too. So it's very like Timothy McVeigh and Ted Kaczynski as opposed to nine eleven. Post nine eleven, this movie doesn't really make any sense. Yeah, I don't think it works because mm-hmm. you just although like, it does now. Yeah, now it's looped around again where we have these radicalized white dudes and this. There's so much overlapping with them here that now it makes sense again. Uh, but there was a period where it was like, if this was, yeah, a couple years later, you'd be like, you can't do that. There was a tragedy that involved a building fire. Right. Like, you can't do mm-hmm. this. I think one of the worst lines in this movie is what Brad Pitt is like, we were a generation of men raised by women. Yes. And I'm starting to think that another fucking woman in my life isn't the answer at all or something like it's that. It's so weird. And it's just, he just kind of drops that just as, it's supposed to be sort of a like half jokey slam at like, who cares about Helena Bonham Carter? But that's such a crazy thought of just like, What's wrong with being men being raised by women? What are you talking about? Yeah, I love my mom. Yes. She did a great job, yes. tur- like turning it's me into a very we were normal by person. Our mothers. Yeah. <laughs> it's, be, I think we were probably better off having been raised by our mothers than we would have been if we'd all been raised by our fathers. Yeah, right. if my dad just raised me, I'd be like a mute. <laughs> <laughs> if my dad just raised me, I'd be a harmonica musician. Yeah, I'd be playing the guitar. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Uh, third question let's bang out this last question which I always have to preamble by saying when I wrote this question I didn't remember how hard they let you know the answer yes Um, is Tyler question number three is Tyler Durden real so I had to argue semantics last time sure where I said no he's not real he's a figment of his imagination right 
But now I've sort of come around to the other part where he is real because he is, he is Tyler Durden. Yes, he is Tyler Durden. He's booking flights in his name. He's yes. booking apartments in his name. Mm-hmm. And that's why we haven't heard his name the whole movie is because then it's revealed that, yeah, that's because his name was Tyler Durden. Exactly. And you brought up a good point, too, that there's a theory about him. Named- there's just like when I, Elliot told me what we watched when he was 15 was that like some people refer to Edward Norton's character as Jack because he has all these lines from the stupid book he reads that like, what is the point of this book? But I he am just keeps- Jack's lo- colon cancer. Yeah, yeah. I'm Jack's I, lung. I am Jack's uh, newly inflamed sense of jealousy or something like all this weird bullshit. So he kind of the only way he kind of refers to him himself is partially as a trait of jack so some people uh refer to edward norton's character as jack but he's credited as narrator the narrator exactly Uh, so long story short he's real in some capacity yeah man hey well he's in all of us hey i can't wait for my tyler to be when you guys leave tyler comes Oh and my hangs God. out and watches yeah. the movie. Has Tyler me. been watching the movie with you? Oh, yeah. yeah, he stretches my back out. What's he wearing? What's he wearing? Yeah. You know, nothing, dude. Oh, he's wearing a, a set of a yellow cleaning gloves. Yes. And uh, he's digging in his belly button. Uh, my favorite part. Opening the door. Yeah. <laughs> you want hey, to finish Zach, why don't you, Zach, why don't you crack open that envelope, envelope and right give here? one okay. of the copies to Devin? Ooh, okay. We'll uh, transition into our next segment called. I could have done anything else in this amount of time. Uh, So very much like the homework Tyler Durden hands out to his Project Mayhem wannabes. You have a homework assignment. I have a sealed envelope provided by the producers of the show that have two parts. One part is things I could have done otherwise in the meantime. And then the next part will go down as the mental examination, (laughs) which is a check-in. These are fun. Um, so go ahead and go back and forth and yeah, let's our, get into do, it. We have the same sheet. Zach and I are looking Correct. at the same sheet right Correct. now. Okay, so let's do bullet point by bullet point on this. So Jacob has been watching Fight Club for around 50 hours. In that time, you could have. Feel free to skip any. Well, that's that's for us, Zach. Don't read that. <laughs> I realize that as I was yes. saying. Uh, this is a good one. Completed a viewing. You could have in this time. Completed a viewing of Fight Club. Driven to New York. And then completed another viewing of Fight Club. Oh my God. Driving from LA to New York takes about 41 hours. Uh, <laughs> okay. You could have driven across this country. I could have seen so much of the world I live wow. in. Wow. I mean, nonstop, but still. Yeah. That's well, not- although that's with nine hours of stops. Oh, really? Could, well, because it would have taken 41 hours. You've been watching for about 50 hours. True. Oh uh, that kind of bums me out. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of these, I'm like, uh, I don't care about that. Like, I'm well, happy to if, do what I'm doing. If that one bummed you out, Zach, hit him with this next one. Okay. Uh, in that amount of time, you could have flown around the entire world. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Now, that makes it sound like you could have traveled the world. No, but, but I could have, have circumvented the globe. Yeah, circumnavigated. Way tighter than this. <laughs> yes. A podcast about me flying around the yes. world? Way cool. That is a yeah. cool podcast. Yeah. I stayed awake for the inti- while well, I I don't want to talk about the world the- anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds like a suicide podcast. Ooh. Oh, this is a weird one. Yeah. You could have walked to Mexico. Mm-hmm. No, thanks. Yeah, I, I mean, mean that's, that's t- just past San Diego. I don't, a even, I don't even walk to the 7-Eleven, baby. Oh! <laughs> no! Uh, instead of all of these things, you watched Fight Club 21 times. That's right. <sighs> I'm, I don't need to drive to New York. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. I'm going to retrofit my just and that make myself feel better. But you could have know. taken a, th- a nice three-day road trip. I, I should have. <laughs> I should have gone to British Columbia. Oh, it's beautiful. I should have just like, year, yeah, I should have just be like chilling and watching Eagles. Oh, 
uh, getting fresh air. Yes. I saw a beautiful hawk this morning that I wanted to tell you about. For the listener, Jacob loves hawks and likes being updated Mm -hmm. on hawk activities. How was he? Uh, he was just sitting in a residential yard. Yes. In, in a yard? Silver Lake. On the ground? Yes. Land, flew down and landed on a post just basically on someone's porch. Yes. This big red tail hawk. And it was scaring squirrels. He's hungry. Yeah, it was Get great. those squirrels, baby. Anyway, so these are questions for delirium. Uh, okay, great. So now we're going to move on to the mental examination portion. Okay. Okay. Uh, all of these have been different ways to sort of gauge where my mental capacity is so i'll let you boys take it away since i don't have the we observe the patient if asleep attempt to wake what is all this it's hard to know which of this i'm supposed to yeah why don't you guys take a second to read it and i'll just riff it's something about the scale okay go ahead i'll just go ahead and riff uh i'll talk a little bit about i'm just going to check in with my body i'd like i could go for a bit of a bathroom break you know what i mean um yeah um i couldn't riff What's your full name? Jacob Lawrence Wysocki. Okay. Okay. What's your address? How old are you? Uh, 28. Date of birth? Uh, June 20th, 1990. Uh, and where are you? And I'm in Glendale, California. And uh, what year is it? <laughs> My brain synopsis wanted to say 2008 but it's 2019 interesting the first stumble <laughs> yeah immediate response. My I was able to stop it. Yeah. wanted to say okay now here's the real question zach wow okay so please tell me the months of the year in backwards order starting at december oh shit <clears throat> december november october September. <laughs> August. <laughs> July. June. Mm-hmm. May. April. Oh, man. Uh, August. Ah! <laughs> April. <laughs> Amazing. <May>. Amazing. <laughs> to get that close. April. Uh, uh, April. So January. February, <laughs> January. <laughs> How bad was you it? You missed March, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> to keep in mind, this podcast is being recorded on... <laughs> in May. May. Early <laughs> May. So yeah. March just happened. Wow. I just completely forgot March. said August yeah. twice. Yeah, so you are fatigued. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, how... Well, so uh, the, I guess the us? scale is if you achieve seven or, month, seven or more months correctly then delirium cognitive impairment is unlikely. So you did get more than seven months. Yeah, correct. you got most of it. Cool. Um, I, I wonder if there's a scale for speed, because uh, <laughs> I think you took your time <laughs> I on really that. took my time. Um, Wait, so what is it? It's December, November, October, right? December, that's, November, that's right. October, September, September, September August, August, July, July June. June. <laughs> May. Thanks for listening April, to the podcast. April, February, March, January, March, <laughs> March. Um, that's it for the this sheet. Oh, great! Yeah, great. You passed. Well, yeah. yeah, that was the months w- was hard, and it did. I had to very much uh, ask myself for the information, like how old I am. I had to be like, you know how old it is, but you need to ask. Uh huh. There's, like, there's, there's a bit is. of a gap. There's a bit of a lag. Yeah, we need a good. I need a defragging. Um, well, guys, we're wrapping up here, and we. <laughs> oh my God. 
<laughs> I needed deep bragging. We're wrapping up. Uh, what is this fucking podcast? It's tough, yeah, right? It's great. It's tough. It's great. Here's the part where you guys get to... This is the segment. I don't know why I keep introducing this segment. This no, it's is a segment good. called Guest Assessment. Okay. This is where my guests give an assessment of how I look, sound, smell, and give the audience oh, an overall, uh, I guess, dose of how you think I'm holding up and how you think I'll continue to hold up throughout the remainder of the podcast. And just for, uh, oh, God damn it. So the next time a guest will be on, it'll be the Bath Boys and Alana Johnson. That will be viewing number 25. And that's around 8 o'clock. So if I've been up for 52 hours, you add another five hours to that. That's 57 hours. Great. Yeah. I did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did it. Um, so how do you guys... And then I won't see anybody until the 72-hour mark. So there will be... And then you won't see anybody after that because you'll be dead. <laughs> yeah. I'll be completely kaput. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. How do I look now? And what are your predictions for moving forward? Zach? Well, I will say when I walked in, I opened the door and you were you and your parents were on the couch mm-hmm. talking and I thought you looked surprisingly good considering you've been up for 50 hours. I've never been up for 50 hours, I don't think. Uh you look like you have like you look I would ex- uh, expect to feel like dirtier looking. Mm-hmm. You look pretty like, clean. You look uh, presentable in yes. a way. Yes. Uh, I do like to hear that. It's true. Yeah. And like talking to you hasn't felt crazy. Like there's a few moments of of sadness in your eyes. <laughs> yes. But you seem like you're sturdy, you know? Hell yeah. You're sturdy. Yeah. Like a reliable couch. Hey, damn right. Yeah. Damn right. Uh yeah, I agree. Uh I definitely you were in better much better shape than I thought you would be when I showed up. Uh just in knowing how far into this you were. Um, like to me, you look like you might be on the back side of 24 hours as opposed to 50. Hell yeah. I'm a fucking machine. Yeah, man. That's wild. But I just, it's, and then uh, yes, your hygiene is good. He's clothed, you know, I mean, the, the place is clean. It's not a mess in here. You know, we, he's not living in squalor. Well, Uh, I'll tell you what, very much like, like, This is what they love. When I fuck up, they love to hear. Yeah, this, this is that's why they're listening for. That's why they're listening. Oh, they just want me to slip up. These snakes, these sick. Fucking okay, now I am a little jokers. more concerned about Jacob's fucking, overall mental you, condition. You love it, really don't flipped. You? Yeah. Really you flipped. Really flipped. A switch flip. <laughs> uh, what was I saying? I don't know. You're talking about. I don't know. You, uh, I think you were saying these snakes. <laughs> Uh, oh, I really can't recall where I was before. You were, saying, you were about to make something of like, much like Tyler Durden. You were about to say like, much like Tyler. And it was in relation to you <laughs> being awake for this long and not living in squalor. And, uh, and then you got mad at the hypothetical <laughs> yeah, audience. it's gone, dude. It's gone. It's long gone. Oh, God. That's yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. That's it. Well... <laughs> I have not been good at ending these. Sure. They've been very difficult to end. Um, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much for uh, for being here. Thank you so much for uh, giving your thoughts on the movie and letting me siphon energy from you. Mm, yes. And suck some of your energy to continue moving forward. Mm. Um, do you guys have any plugs? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely check out Fight Club. <laughs> 
Uh, it's a really good movie. It just feels wrong to plug. Yeah, right yeah. Who, who's listening to this to plug? I don't know. Follow me on social media, and uh, you'll find my things. Yeah, yeah. Same. Uh, check out the Three Princes. We host uh, a monthly, monthly show. show that's usually on like a kind of late Friday in the month at midnight at UCB Franklin. Keep your eyes out. It's called Keep Three Princes. Out. We got you pretty flowers. Yeah. It's a fun ass time. Hopefully Jacob will be alive for the next we one. We would really like to keep doing the show with him and, and uh, I don't know why he's choosing to do this to himself, but uh, I'm upset. I don't think I'm going to pass away. Why not? <laughs> Once you start getting into the weeds with hallucination, uh, yeah. there's no telling what you might do to yourself. I just wish I could remember why I started riffing. Yeah, you had a you had like a very genuine connection. You had like a I want to say like Paul Rust or like Nick Weiger style, like <laughs> much like Tyler Durden. <laughs> I myself at like you had some punchline yeah. already, and it's gone. Joke. I'll never know. Yeah, I'll probably remember at four a.m. and I'll just pop it on and edit it in and cool. Just do a solo track on it and then edit it in. <laughs> that sounds good and worth it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Goodbye. <laughs> Tune in next episode. Oh, my God. I should do an outro, right? Yeah. Hey, everybody. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. <laughs> hey, if you're just joining us. <laughs> and that's the that's the tea. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what they truly just want it, don't they? They His face feed. is so rad. They feed <laughs> off of it. When he stumbles, oh, let me watch him throw himself down oh, the no, stairs. He's talking about the snakes. Again. Oh, the snakes are at the bottom of the <laughs> stairs. Who's throwing it? It's Tyler. Tyler's throwing me down the stairs with a handful of my hair. <sighs> Thanks for tuning in. To I don't want to talk about Fight Club anymore. I've been Jacob Wysocki. Thank you so much. Next episode's going to be white hot. We got the Bath Boys and Alana Johnston. It's going to be dynamite. And hey, listen up, listeners. You sick pig fucks. You better believe you're in love with this shit. You love to see me hurt. You dirty fucks. You sick pigs. After my interview with my good friends Devin Field and Zach Oyama of Three Princes fame, I was sitting around and I decided to give the big boss man himself a call, Jake Hurwitz. Let's tune in, baby. Yo, dude. Hello. How the hell are you? I'm not doing great. (laughs) (laughs) Where... I guess where in your viewing uh, journey are you right now? Uh, let's ch- let me check in with my official chart here. I'm in number twenty four. I've seen the movie twenty four times. Jesus I have- Christ! <laughs> I've got about thirty minutes left, and then I'll be in my twenty fifth viewing. Uh, and I think when I hit it's eight o'clock now. When I hit ten thirty, it'll be sixty hours. Sixty nonstop. Nonstop. I'm crumbling. My God, why'd you let me do this? I I wanted this to happen, dude. This is all you, dude. This is your dirty work. I wanted to see somebody descend into madness, and I wanted it to happen on head dump. Thank you so much. Well, I appreciate the opportunity. I hate you forever. You're a demon to me. Because <laughs> uh, yeah. I was You're thinking, good. like, yes, it's my idea, but you had every moment to say no. Uh, yeah, and sure. You did. I I really hope that you like come and strangle me <laughs> yeah. at the at the headgun party this this year. Everybody needs a a villain, you know? And I've chosen mm-hmm. you unfortunately. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, cool. I'll let Marty and Amir know that they're safe. That they're I'm safe. Yeah. Your site. But right, honestly, cool. thanks for checking in, man. I appreciate it. Uh, Dude, I'm glad I, I could get you, you on the horn. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for going insane for us. Of course. I hope you like the finished product, and I'll talk to you guys soon. I just hope we can get Quip to sponsor it. That's all I care about. That's all I want, dude. Quip and then get us on Quibi. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. If we can get you, if we can get you on Quibi, if we can have like MeUndies sponsor your insanity. Yes. MeUndies, baby. Stamps.com. <laughs> all right, cool. Godspeed, right. man. I'll Godspeed. Enjoy that starry night sky. I'm so jealous you get to be outside. You know what? I'm going to take my dog for a walk. Take I think your dog for nice. a walk, Papa. All right. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Later. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.